Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Inspire and Intel. I am your host Leah Frazier, an award-winning journalist and entrepreneur based out of Dallas, Texas. And with this podcast, what I like to do is give you a weekly dose of inspiration with just a sprinkle of intellect, enough to get you going and thriving and into your work week and crushing your goals, especially now that we're about to enter 2019. And this week's episode is kind of special because it was one more sparked out of curiosity, I guess. Um, On LinkedIn, there's a new hashtag going around called Big Ideas 2019, where you're supposed to spread what you think is going to be the next big thing or something that people should watch. And something that's been on my radar quite a bit for 2018 has been the esports and gaming arena specifically here in the dfw metroplex i am just seeing new pro teams popping up Uh, we just opened a brand new huge facility that's a part of our nba team here the dallas mavericks they have a mavs gaming pro team um, and there's a new facility that just opened up and it is phenomenal i have never seen anything like it and um, in interviewing the pro team um, that does the gaming for the Dallas Mavericks um, these kids are they're in their early 20s and they are raking in at least six figures a year and it just blew my mind to know that that was their profession you know they were telling me this is what we do we play NBA 2k um, you know 10 hours a day this is our job we've made this a career and so in exploring that I was just it's just very fascinating um, I'm seeing a lot of growth especially in the esports and gaming arena out north in um, a city called Frisco so there's a lot of things happening there some things come to the surface and um, there is a friend of mine his name is Kedron Cole who is my interviewee for this week's podcast I you know just shot him an email and said hey Kedron you know I just want to sit down with you and see what's going on in the esports arena I want people to know why I think this is my big idea for 2019 and why it's an industry that people should be on alert about and it's definitely definitely something to watch Um, the influencers in the video gaming arena are raking in millions specifically if they have a high number of followers Um, I know my nephews watch them religiously and it's just an industry I think people need to look closer at um, specifically with, you know, a high lens, um, and just have it on your radar. So, uh, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor first, and then I'm going to get into this interview with Kedron Cole. He is the VP of strategic partnerships for XR sports out in Frisco. And he's going to break this down for little old me. Who's just a, you know, a journalist who typically covers fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. So, um, I hope you guys enjoy this one. Leave me a comment, share it. If you think it's valuable information, I would love to hear from you guys and enjoy. So, hi, Kedron. How are you? Hey, how you doing? I'm so excited to be talking to you today about everything involving esports, which is kind of funny because I'm not necessarily a sports girl. Like, I don't watch football Sundays. Um, You know, if I'm physically at the game, I'm good. And I'm I'm an athlete, so it's kind of weird that I'm not really so tuned into it. But you are the man about town 
When mm-hmm. people think, I'm so serious, you're laughing, but when people think of esports in the DFW Metroplex, your name often comes up in the conversation. So I want people to know who you are um, before we kind of get into how this industry is rapidly evolving and why people should be paying attention. So why don't you give us a brief introduction and why we should be listening to you today? Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, thanks for coming up. I really uh, am humbled to be with you today. Um, I don't know, I guess I'll start with just an overview of esports and kind of what the industry looks like and what it looks like today. And then, you know, maybe we can just kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know, without getting uh, too geeky. Um, <laughs> it is es- esports. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? So, uh, yeah, so essentially esports is just competitive video gaming, right? So it's just about people playing games, right, um, and competing on games. Um, it's not necessarily a new industry. So esports has been around... I would say for, you know, 50 years or so, right? So just about 50 years. And I think, um, you know, just after the creation of video games, you had people that wanted to uh, compete and, you know, beat their friend in video games, right? So that really started with uh, with leaderboards and, you know, high scores being uh, integrated into video games. And uh, you've really seen it, um, you know, grow from, you know, 50 years ago to today, where there's, um, you know, people are competing for a lot more than just bragging rights, right? So there's a, it's a ton of money on the line. Um, there are actually teams that are being developed to, to play and compete in esports tournaments that, you know, millions of people watch around the globe. So it's really taken on a, um, you know, I'd say it really looks more like traditional sports, right? I know you're, you're an athlete, and, and for me, with that model, Esports has really taken on kind of that role where it's um, it's really going to be a part of the community and, and kind of everyday life for people going forward. Which I find is very interesting, right? Because just recently, um, with all of the media coverage that I do with the Dallas Mavericks, as you and I were discussing earlier, they just opened their Dallas Mavs gaming facility, which I was, I went for the party aspect. Yeah. You know, there's free booze and food. (laughs) But I walked in and I was blown away because there was all these screens and there was all of these player, what do you call them, consoles. And and then I think for me, that really just opened my eyes to the fact that this is not going anywhere. It's only going to get bigger um, at this point. So tell me a little bit about why we should be paying attention to this industry? Um, well, uh, I think for several reasons, right? So overall, it's just good content, right? So esports is super entertaining. Uh, you know, people relate to games. Games are easy to play. It's, uh, you know, easy to break down barriers with friends where you're able to just, you know, rock out and just, um, you know, compete. So I think at its essence, it's just really, really good content. A lot of people like to consume um, you know, video games and... Um, yeah, and, explain that to me. Because uh-huh. I have an 11 and 12-year-old nephew Okay. that, yes, they are the players, but they spend hours, and when I say hours, it drives me crazy, hours watching somebody else play and talk into the headphone, and they watch somebody else play the game. Well, it's <laughs> crazy, right? But 
put my I, mind around. It. I don't know. Maybe if you, if you thought about it a little bit closer, um, it's not so strange, right? So people do tend to watch traditional sports athletes compete, right, for hours and hours, right? I know there are, you know, millions of people that tune in and spend their whole Sunday watching football players play, right, on, in, in the NFL. So it's not too foreign uh, if, if you really put your mind to it. But, yeah, I think what's intriguing about esports is that it does have um, its history kind of built in a, in a bit of um, – uh, in a bit of fantasy, if you will, right? So it's, uh, it's unique storylines, it's unique characters that people are drawn into that really uh, keeps people connected. But as you just mentioned, right, with your nephews, uh, it's more than just a place where people can go and play games, right? People actually immerse themselves in the culture, right? So they're, they're talking to their friends, um, you know, they're video chatting with their friends, they're video chatting with influencers as well. Uh, which is uh, an, another really uh, intriguing part that attracts people to the space is mm. because they have this direct and emotional connection with people who are doing it on a big stage, right? People who have millions and millions of followers are are talking to 10 and 11-year-old kids and, you know, giving them tips on how to play the game. So mm. it, it's really a, a community aspect that that keeps people engaged with, uh, with, with gaming and esports. So... For those of us that think of like 1984 right. or like <laughs> Big Brother, and I, I know that a lot of the conversations in the entrepreneurial world have to deal with technology and how far we see like AI and virtual reality and those things mm-hmm. kind of intersecting with our day to day. Do you believe that esports will surpass the physical aspect of traditional NFL teams, NBA teams? that type of deal do you think more people will gravitate towards that than going to see their favorite teams play in person Mm, well that's an interesting question i think you know in some ways esports has already surpassed traditional sports right because you're able to connect people you know seamlessly globally right and um and you can't necessarily do that with a physical sport like you can with a digital sport so it's um it's it's already unique in its nature and, and the way that it engages its its fans and enthusiasts but I, I i think in the future you know there's room for traditional sports and esports to to really coincide with each other i think people in esports are learning a lot from you know from a business standpoint mm-hmm. the tradition the the traditional models that um uh, I'm sorry, the mod, the business models that traditional sports uh, have really uh, laid out over the last 20 or 30 years or so. And I think traditional sports are learning a lot from, from esports, right? And, and how uh, the fan engagement and community development is, is really taking on a, a, you know, really a new, um, a new role, a, a new place, leveraging technology, um, having its influencers front and center. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's room for, for both to coincide, but as far as the global impact, I don't know. Maybe esports is, <laughs> is, is going to be, it's, it's definitely going to be around, but I could certainly make a case that esports could, you know, already be considered more popular than traditional sports in, in some ways. So when it comes to the actual team, so I keep, mention, keep mentioning the Mavs gaming team, um, and that's just on an NBA level. Um, are these, because a lot of these are young kids that are professionally, they're professional gamers, right? Mm-hmm. Is that recruitment process 
kind of what does that look like if if say my nephews want to be a professional gamer and their goal is to do the NBA 2K and be a part of that um, professional team, what is how does that work? Um, well, I think the the NBA 2K is uh, it's a little bit unique because they put together a combine and they kind of have a, a structure to recruit players to go play in that league. I think uh, overall, when you look at you know the the larger industry of esports and people that don't necessarily play uh, traditional sports games, there is a bit of a void, right? So you you kind of just pick out you know great players who have been at you know in leaderboards and you know teams just go directly to recruit mm -hmm. them. But I do think in the future you'll start seeing more, as I mentioned, uh, traditional models like uh, you know middle school, high school esports teams and um, you know college teams and you know there'll, there'll be more more traditional recruitment methods that'll be employed um, will there be like job tracks for that like you go to college and you get a degree and well there are already scholarships there's right? scholarships so, yeah. i'm like okay my yeah. kid's gonna go to school and mom i'm gonna be a professional gamer and just like okay <laughs> but i mean are i mean it's possible well, yeah, I think, and that's the beauty of esports, right? Because just about anything is possible in today's world, mm -hmm. right? Is that if you want to be a professional gamer, you can be. Um, you know, your career may not be twenty or thirty years, but I think you you have definitely have a window to have a significant impact. You know, probably make pretty good money doing it, but at the very least, you would um, you know enjoy your time there if that's truly a passion for you. You know, at least the opportunity is there for you. Yeah, I was stunned because the guys that we interviewed from um, at least the MAPS gaming team, they were in their early, early 20s, mm -hmm. making well over six figures. Um, and they were telling us, you know, our job, we played 10 hours plus of this particular game every single day. That is what we do. And it just blew my mind because <laughs> growing up in my household, you know, mom was, you know, putting the hammer down if we were on, you know, Super Mario Brothers right. longer than an hour. So it's crazy that this is how, um, and I mean, we had those uh, movies growing up that, you know, highlighted the gaming tournaments and stuff like that. But I guess I've just never seen it grow into this capacity. Yeah, I mean, we're at an interesting time, right? So we're at the time where parents now grew up with video games their entire life. Got it. Right, so that's true. Um, I'm almost forty. I have a, a ten year old kid, and he plays video games religiously, right, on the weekends. And I grew up playing video games, so that's something we could actually share. And I think you know that's a big part of the community as well. That parents are now able to share uh, gaming and esports with their kids versus you know hmm. parents maybe thirty years ago not necessarily having that same connection. Right, right so there's a disconnect. Yeah. That, you know what? I'm glad you brought up that point because I didn't even think about yeah, yeah. <laughs> think about that. Yeah. So that's a family tip that it we is. have there. Now I don't know so much. What does it look like for females in the esports industry? Uh, well, I think females are still underrepresented in, in the space. There are clearly female gamers um, around the world. Um, I think it's still work to be done to to make sure that uh, that females are you know a big part of the future of gaming. And, um, you know, from, from all sides, you know, I think there have been some developments in kind of game development space, but as far as, um, you know, 
teams that are you know all female or have a female leading uh, team member, you just don't see it as much. I'm not sure if there are any uh, females in the NBA 2K League. Um, mm. You know, so there there's still a there's still a ton of growth. Uh, for the industry and you know it's going to be exciting to see a lot of the maturation uh, occur. So we're here in Frisco and I could be wrong in stating this but I swear I read it somewhere that Frisco is like the esports capital of now is it like of the nation or is it of the this region of the world of the world (laughs) like i've been going around town saying it and i think it's just because i'm a proud texan but i just want to be sure when i say it yeah no um so frisco is great right so i think um so i'm from dallas originally and grew up in um in dallas and so if you are from Dallas or generally anywhere in Texas, you know that you know sports is big here, mm-hmm. right? So I think we are, um, you know, a unique place where there are many, many multiple million dollar high school stadiums, right? So people mm-hmm. invest big in sports uh, around DFW, and I think uh, Frisco has been very smart and uh, super deliberate in its vision to be the sports city of the future if you will. So they've, um, Frisco is one of the, I I think one of two or three cities in the country that has representation from each of the five major sports leagues in the country. All right, so talk to me a little bit about, you said there's five major like sports affiliates here. Yeah, so Frisco is one of only two or three cities in the country with representation from the five major sports leagues. So uh, the NFL is represented with the Dallas Cowboys, of course, but then also the Dallas Mavericks have their G League affiliate. Uh, the Texas Rangers have their affiliate, the Frisco Rough Riders here. Um, Dallas Stars hockey team, or the NHL team is based here. And then, you know, our office is right across from uh, FC Dallas Stadium, Toyota Stadium, and the, the MLS uh, team here. So. And, and actually, I think they just announced that the PGA is moving to Frisco as well. I saw that. Right, so, I'm telling you, yes. Frisco is happening. I had an argument earlier with someone this year in the luxury fashion space. <laughs> it was me and you know Danielle Cerency Jones. So Danielle and I were saying, listen, Frisco is the new black. Frisco is everything. Right on. Every, all eyes on Frisco. And this person... They weren't offended, but they were very adamant that we were incorrect. And I said, no, no, no. You got to keep your eyes out there on Frisco. Like, there's big things happening out there. Um, people aren't aware of it. And not just in esports, I think Frisco is developing in so many different ways with retail and things like that as well. So um, it's just. Yeah, no, Frisco's it's popping. Great. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> he says it's popping. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the place to be, I think. You know, you look up and you see a new development occurring, which is exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Because there are cranes everywhere. I think people, you know, can't stand the traffic, but they know that the vision is great and, mm-hmm. you know, the people are great here. The culture is really cool here. And uh, as it relates to sports, you, you can't really get, you know, you know a, a larger density of, of sports fans and sports executives in one city. So, yeah, Frisco is definitely on the map for, you know, sports and esports. From a business perspective, um, in esports, what are kind of all of the different segments that are involved? Like you talked about, okay, there's the actual 
gamers and then you have investment groups and then you have I mean what what all is involved in this industry because I'm still trying to understand the different moving pieces yeah no so I think that's a really good question um, because most people when they think of esports they they really just think of you know, kids maybe drinking Red Bull and eating Cheetos and just playing video <laughs> games for the, uh, 10, 12 hours or so, right? Uh, and, you know, that's a part of it. I think, you know, the consumer-facing part of it is the teams, right? And, and the, the brand affiliation and the engagement with their fans. Uh, but, yeah, clearly there is a, a back end to that um, that's driven by, you know, investment capital that's going into the space. And, I think so. We're sitting in uh, School Board Ventures' office, where um, you know they've led, you know, a, a ton of development as far as uh, infrastructure build out here in Frisco. Um, two unique ways that they did that is ran a, a co-working facility, Launchpad City, that was dedicated to sports technology and esports. So we put together a ton of programming and events to really just, uh, you know, just be a catalyst for the ecosystem development, if you will of the industry and then also you know we spun up a uh, well not necessarily spun up but recruited the Stadia Ventures um, organization down to Frisco which is a a structured accelerator that invests in companies that are building esports um, infrastructure as far as you know just smart technology that are being applied to the industry mm-hmm. so I think uh, yeah to your point there is a there's a ton of activity going on behind the scenes that's really helping to propel, um, you know, esports not here, not only here in Frisco, but uh, but definitely around the country. Yeah, I, I find that very interesting because you were talking about the technology and all those, all the things that are being developed, and um, we had a conversation where I was telling you about we were sent out to do coverage at a furniture restaurant mm. to cover the partnership between the Mavs Gaming Group and a mattress company and a chair furniture company that specially developed mattresses for gamers who are playing a certain number of hours of <laughs> of um, games per day to, you know, protect their spine and to protect their neck and all this other stuff. And I'm just thinking, wow, this is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's no. just insane. It's, it's, but it's lucrative. It's interesting. Yeah, it, it, it is interesting. It's I think very lucrative, or at least the prospects should be very lucrative, uh, because you know brands and companies want to get engaged with esports, mm-hmm. right? So the unique thing about it, and I think why so much uh, money flows into the industry is, you know, fifty percent of esports enthusiasts are you know between the age of eighteen and thirty-five. Gotcha. Right? But then another twenty-seven percent is between the age of ten and seventeen, right? So you mm-hmm. have almost eighty percent of this soon-to-be billion-dollar industry um, that are in their prime buying years, right? And they'll be making buying decisions for the next, you know, quarter century. So I think that's really appealing to to brands and organizations that want to, um, you know, get engaged with this global community. And this will be why you'll see more unique activations with uh, with companies looking to engage with, with professional esports teams. So you mentioned uh, briefly before I've ask you the million dollar question about the future um you mentioned briefly about influencers in the video and the esports space um and particularly myself being an influencer i know how lucrative that could be 
brand partnerships. You can do it professionally. Um, so what does that look like for gaming? Um, do, there are, I'm assuming, celebrity gamers, conferences, speaking opportunities. What else does it, what does the life of an esports influencer typically look like? It's exciting, actually, right? So gamers uh, at their core, I think, are very interesting content creators, right? So gaming is one of the most consumed content in the world, right? It's been the fastest growing um, uh, content source over the last five years. There's outpacing film, music, pay TV, okay. right? And, and it's uh, housed on YouTube or? And so, yeah, it's housed in so many different areas. Okay. So Twitch is a big platform. Mm. YouTube is a big platform. Facebook uh, has really gotcha. uh, bolstered its gaming initiatives as well. So, yeah, the esports influencer market is 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 on fire actually right so brands want to be associated with esports players and and content creators uh they're very comfortable engaging with their fans their fans are very responsive to them you know uh very similar to influence across brands across industries i would say but yeah esports um esports fans are very loyal right i think uh, they do have this global uh community and so it's uh, it's a good time to be an esports influencer, I would say. I think I need to change my. <laughs> I need to change my. Maybe there's a, a fashion or style twist think, we can do. I think to, so. I think to so. To esports, like address the, you know, the gamer or the professional athlete for his post press, in a virtual world. No. I don't know. <laughs> so where is it headed in the future? We talked about Frisco, obviously being. Um, a city of interest where people really need to keep their eyes, all eyes on Frisco. Maybe I'll hashtag that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where is it headed? Um, I'm seeing a lot in the news as far as announcements of individual um, professional leagues and sports teams developing their um, esports leagues and teams. So what what should we be looking forward to? I think a lot from the esports industry, right? So I think you'll see continued growth in the space, more people engage with the space. Uh, in particular, I think you'll see, uh, well, 90% of high schools don't have an uh, organized esports program. 80% mm-hmm. of colleges don't have an organized mm-hmm. esports program. I think you'll see more infrastructure uh, build out uh, for, for the space. I, I think that. Uh, more emerging technologies will be leveraged uh, in esports. You know, virtual reality is going to be. That's huge. what I was going to ask you. Yeah. That like, what is, what is that looking like? Yeah, I I think you know VR is going to be big in esports, right? They're they're still they're already uh, VR based um, games that people are competing with. So I think that's only going to grow. Uh, blockchain is big. Five G, uh, internet speeds are going to be you know a significant uh, value add to the industry as well. And then I would say, um, as the as the business of esports and kind of the business model matures and begins to uh, be a bit more predictable, you'll see uh, marketing budgets increase as well from mm-hmm. from organizations and companies that are looking to get in front of um, you know this global community. Wow, that is interesting. <laughs> My mind's going like ninety miles a minute. Well, I'm so happy that you gave us. The crash course 
the putting it in layman's terms, um, maybe I'll circle back, you know, sometime in 2019 for some advanced level sure. <laughs> sure. discussion. But is there anything else you want to chat about or um, no, make note of? No, I'm happy to uh, spend some time with you. I know, you know, you're an inspiration to many of us oh, out thank here you. With, with your hustle and your grind. <laughs> But uh, he's like, What are you doing out here in Frisco and talking about esports of all things? I'm like, Look, I may not know about it, I may come into some money, and I'll let you guys be the first ones to know. Like, if I come into money, I'm investing in somebody's esports because I know that's going to come back to me tenfold. Um, and then the art world um, is blowing up, and so that's another thing that I've been going around town like, I don't know anything about art. Teach it to me. Right. Um, I just think it's the smart way to go, and I want to tell as many people about it um, so they know to support you guys, support you, um, and like I said, the city of Frisco as well in its development. So how can we follow you? Um, yeah, so I'm everywhere at Kedron Cole, <laughs> so uh, you can follow me there. Um, so my official role kind of in the space is uh, VP of Partnerships. Uh, strategic partnerships for XR Sports, and so definitely look for new things from XR in 2019. Uh, we help non-endemics or you know companies and organizations that are non-endemic to the esports space get connected to the space. Mm-hmm. So definitely some intriguing things uh, on the horizon there. Uh, but you know I'll, I'll be around town, right? So I'm very um, um, I'm very interested in kind of the startup scene. Love to be around everything that's new and fresh and innovative and. and so you can certainly catch me around, you know, at your local event, um, I would say. And one million cups. And one million cups, most definitely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Kedron. We will chat soon, and you guys can get connected with him and stay up to date on all things esports related um, by following him on his social media platforms. And I'm going to sign off. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope that that was a lot of valuable information for you. And I know I was just kidding when I was speaking with Kedron about parents, do not tell your kids not to play video games because it could be lucrative. Um, But I was kidding, kind of not kidding. Um, It's definitely an arena that I want to keep exploring more. So as I learn more, I'm definitely going to share it with you guys. If you found this to be valuable, please share this out. Um, I think, again, this is an industry that needs to be on everybody's radar um, because it's going to take over in the tech space, in our schools, um, education-wise, in our communities, specifically in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So um, shoot me an email if you have questions or comments. Leah at Think3, spell it all the way out, T-H-R-E-E, media.com. Subscribe to my podcast if you're not a subscriber. Share it out. Post it all over social media. Get in contact with Kedron, um, K-E-D-R-E-O-N Cole. You can find him on LinkedIn and show him some love because he's really doing some big things. And um, he's a power player here in Dallas-Fort Worth, um, especially in the e-sports and gaming community. So thank you guys for tuning in. 
um, shoot me some topics and stay tuned. I think I have an interview with um, Dallas Maverick CEO, Sent Marshall, that I'm still trying to um, chop up and get over to you guys from when I interviewed her several months ago. So I think in keeping in alignment with all things sports related, that may be the one that I drop next. But hope you guys had a happy holidays and that you're getting ready for 2019. Thank you for your support and I will see you next time. Bye bye.